Let me tell you something, my friend. Hope is a dangerous thing. Hope can drive a man insane. It's got no use on the inside. You better get used to that idea. If you saw the movie Shawshank Redemption, you probably remember the conversation between the two inmates facing life sentences. Red, played by Morgan Freeman, warning his friend Andy of the danger of hoping for things that will never happen. In our God's Word, our Great Heritage podcast series, we're taking a break from Exodus for a couple of weeks, and in this episode, we're talking about hope as we consider the first half of Isaiah chapter 7. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, you have given us a sure and certain hope by the promises of your Word. Keep us in that faith until faith becomes sight. Few things in life are as tragic as false hope. I had hoped the medicine would work, that help would get here in time, that she was the one I would spend the rest of my life with. We need hope. We need the belief that things will turn around, will work out. It keeps us from falling into despair. That was Andy Dufresne's point in the movie. But when it is false hope, That was Red's warning. False hope, well, it can drive a man insane. The people of Judah were terrified. Isaiah writes in chapter 7, in verse 2, he says, They are shaking like trees in the wind. Two nations were plotting against them. In verse 6, those nations say, We'll tear Judah apart and divide it among ourselves. Two against one, Judah was doomed. But wait, there's hope. An alliance with Assyria, the powerful nation to the north. Such an alliance could save them. But it was a false hope. In fact, Assyria was the greater threat. In the darkness of this unbelief and false hope, through his prophet Isaiah, God places one of his brightest gospel gems The Lord tells King Ahaz and the people, Don't be afraid, for I myself will protect you. He is their hope. God even offers a sign, demonstrating that he will be their protector. And when the arrogant King Ahaz thinks so little of the Lord's promise to even ask for a sign, the Lord gives it anyway. In verse 14, A virgin will be with child. Now that, that's stunning all on its own, but there's more. And this child will be called Emmanuel, the Hebrew for God with us. Seven centuries later, God repeated the promise to a humble carpenter named Joseph, who was also afraid. He was afraid to take his fiancée Mary as his wife because she was pregnant and he was not the father. Joseph was afraid until an angel visitor told him Mary's pregnancy was the fulfillment of the sign given through Isaiah so many years before. Emmanuel, it means 
God is not a God who is out there somewhere. Like the proverbial clockmaker who made the world, set it in motion, and then walked away, leaving us to fend for ourselves. No. Our God is with us. Here's the sign. Find him wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. Think of what that means when you are in the hospital. When the doctor delivers the news you were dreading to hear. When loved ones leave this life. Do we have hope? Real hope? Not just some desperate wish that things will get better, even when there's no reason to think they will. No, a certain hope based on something we can count on. Yes, no matter our circumstance, no matter how difficult things might look, there is hope because our God is Emmanuel. Our God is with us. The Apostle Paul said it so well in the letter to the Romans. And if God is for us, who can be against us? The God who provided a solution for our sins is now with us. And he is working all things together for our good. Nothing, nothing can separate us from his love. So that in him, we are more than conquerors. This is a certain hope. We pray, Jesus, when we are worried or troubled, help us to remember, Emmanuel, you are with us. <laughs>